Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. 2 Timothy 2.5 today, gospel living is being scorned. Strong character is needed. Now strong character strives to win. We read today, if a man strive for masteries, is he not crowned except he strive lawfully? Paul was a master illustrator. His wise and Holy Spirit-inspired use of verbal pictures opens the door of understanding for all who want to know. In the verse we're digging into today, 2 Timothy 2.5, we find the second of three illustrations Paul used to describe a disciplined life. Instant gratification is not an option for a teacher, an athlete, or a farmer. The disciplines of today bear fruit for tomorrow. It takes time for fruit to grow. The athlete, striving to be a true champion, strives without cheating, shortcuts, or steroids. Instant gratification is short-lived. Deferred gratification has a much longer shelf life. There is something about the joy of working hard and striving to accomplish something that is easier to experience than it is to explain. The endurance, patience, and determination learned in the journey makes the destination even more appealing. The phrase Paul uses, strive for masteries, is actually only one Greek word, athleo. Sound familiar? A true athlete chooses to exercise, diet, train, and practice hours upon hours to become a champion. First century athletes competed in running, wrestling, boxing, and numerous Olympic-style contests. To be a winner, a champion, they had to strive. And they had to do so according to the rules. No shortcuts, no cheating, no bribes, just the intense desire to win fair and square. Striving emphasizes competition complete with winners and losers. Although today we see such competitors on ESPN, in Paul's day they were battled in the Olympic Stadium. In David's day they were the Goliaths of the battlefield. It takes more than eating Wheaties every morning to be a champion. What is your favorite sport? What would it take for you to become a professional in your favorite sport? Striving has the idea of agonizing exertion. Success in sports does not come to the undisciplined. Paul clearly explained the importance of striving in his spiritual life to his young Corinthian Christian friends. Meditate with me on 1 Corinthians 9, 25-27 and notice Paul's emphasis on words like run, deny, agonize, fight, and discipline. In most races, many run, but only one person gets the first prize. Run your race to win. To win, you must deny yourself of everything that would keep you from doing your best. You see, an athlete denies himself just to win a temporal trophy or Olympic medal, but we run for a heavenly reward that never disappears. I, Paul, run straight towards my goal with purpose in every agonizing step I take. I fight to win. I'm not just shadow boxing or playing around. Like an athlete, I punish my body, treating it roughly, disciplining it to do what it should do and not what it wants to do. Otherwise, I fear that after encouraging others to run the race, I myself might be declared unfit and ordered to stand aside. Okay, remember, cheaters never prosper. Neither do the undisciplined. Those who were crowned victors in the early Olympic Games received a laurel wreath as their prize. The glory and value of the prize was certainly not in the wreath that withered in a matter of days, but what it represented. If you won the race knowing you cheated or took a shortcut, 
the wind would not be very satisfying and only last as long as a withered wreath. Cheaters never prosper. Just think about the embarrassment of being caught cheating or the devastating feelings of the fear of being caught. Remember, even though you may cheat your way to the top and fool everyone around you, the eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. You cannot fool an omniscient God. If you want the prize, you must run according to the rules. Of course, Paul is not helping Timothy train for a 26-plus mile marathon, but encouraging him to take the baton for the next leg of the spiritual race that God asked him to start, and then pass it on to the next gifted runner. Paul already shared the rules in verse 13 of chapter 1. Hold fast the form of sound words which you have heard of me in faith and love which is in Christ Jesus. In other words, give the truth of God with the love of God so lives can be changed to the glory of God. Run. Don't quit. Run like it all depends on you and trust God for the strength to run like it all depends on him. Remember, the book we're studying is Paul's last letter before he walked into the very presence of God. At the end of his letter to Timothy, he shared a wonderful truth about his earthly race, a race, by the way, that was run with no regrets. In essence, he was saying, Timothy, I'm about to die. I'm about to depart from this life, which, by the way, don't cry for me. Heaven is far, far better than anything we have ever experienced on this earth. As much as my flesh wanted to, I did not quit. I fought the good fight. I finished the race. I kept the faith. I did this because of my love for my wonderful Lord and Savior. But I also know that there is a crown of righteousness waiting for me, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day. And not only to me, but also to them who love is appearing. Timothy, you know I desire and pray the very, very same thing for you. So remember, strong character strives in a way that pleases God. Hey, our time's up for today. I hope this has been encouraging. Keep running the race, okay? Keep fighting the fight, and uh, you will please God. Remember, today is the day the Lord made. Let's rejoice. Let's be glad in it. And I hope you have a good day.